What is up, Cowboys Nation? Welcome to another episode of Dallas Cowboys Daily here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jess Navarres, and I don't know about you all, but I just cannot get over Sunday's win. Not yet, at least. I'm still riding up on the highest of highs because what a game. And what a win, of course. Today is Tuesday, September 20th. Happy Tuesday, everyone. And we heard from the coaching staff during a series of press conferences. But first, let's talk about the injury report. Mike McCarthy saying that there's still no official timeline for Dak's return, but he also mentioned that Dak's stitches are set to come out this week and that the swelling was minimal, so that's good to hear. However, Stephen Jones had a little something different to say on 105.3 The Fan when he was asked, so here's a little bit of what he said about a potential timeline. Oh, against the Giants this week? Absolutely, he's out. I think think where I got misconstrued there is it's... uh, you know, three to four weeks from the time of injury. Okay, so... So the the best, I think the very best it would be would would be Washington or the Rams. So, I don't know, guys. I'm not going to give a prediction. I don't know. But what I do know is that we did hear that Cowboys wide receiver Michael Gallup might actually make his return next Monday for the Giants game. Mike McCarthy saying that they're going to try to give him a full slate this week at practice. But of course, that does mean when he returns, he's going to start with a smaller workload, which is understandable considering the injury he's coming off of. So you don't want to overwork him too quickly. And lastly, we heard that tight end Dalton Schultz injured his right PLC during the game on Sunday night. Keep in mind, this is the same injury that Zeke sustained last season. Mike McCarthy said that they don't know whether Schultz will be available for the Giants game on Monday, and they're really not going to know until time gets closer to the game. So something to keep an eye on for sure. Now, we did see a series of press conferences during Monday. However, I wanted to really zone in on what Dan Quinn had to say. So... Take a listen to this. Apparently, there were some technical issues that we didn't get to see behind the scenes going on during that Bengals last drive on third down when, you know, Trayvon Diggs shut down Jamar Chase, who had some things to say about Diggs this week. Anyways, not the point. The point was that these technical issues just created some extra chaos and they still managed to pull off the win. But hey, take a listen. And what you probably don't know is on that third down play, the headsets went off. So we were not able to call in, you know, a play like you normally would. So to add to it, like the extra chaos of that, which was awesome. And so you got a chance to, you know, signal it in, try to go and get a call. I thought uh, Diggs made a, a really big tackle, um, you know, at the end of the game. But that added a little bit of uh extra to make it uh, a little more fun. Also saying that it was clear that this was a technical issue that both teams were dealing with. Coach to coach ones still worked. So it wasn't, but, and if that had happened, um, you know, on the field, the guys would have made the call. So this was specifically helmet, uh, my communication to the helmet got clicked off. Usually it's a lower number and for whatever reason it just got higher. So when you hit it and there's nothing in return, it's not working, it's not working. And so we just called the signal, you know, called it coach to coach and then they signaled it in to the guys but it was definitely later than than normal but I saw either them looking to their sideline so I knew something was up on both ends because why was the quarterback like going over to get a play and so I knew both teams were being affected by that Dan Quinn also said despite this Diggs managed to make his favorite play of the game listen to this you're gonna love it I think uh, what impressed me so much on that one, aside from like it was chaos and I call this and, you know, we're signaling to go was just the aggressive nature to go finish. 
And uh, to me, that's what a real competitor does when it's right there at the moment, you know, how are you going to go get it on? And so I thought for him, uh, so I think it was maybe like third and three or four, it was a shorter distance. So uh, in that space, there is no room to give. And so you got to go and, uh, you know, like defend them and play it. So I thought that was uh, one of my favorite plays of the game. Cool, Uncle DQ, saying that these are the kind of games that you just enjoy as a coach. And you know what, DQ, we're right there with you. We also enjoy it a lot, but obviously not as coaches, but as fans, as people who appreciate the game, you know, really anyone who wants to see the Cowboys win. So keep it coming. We just love Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn Stan podcast over here, people. Now, I want to move on to some interesting news that dropped on Monday because not one, but two of our division rivals decided, hey, let's try to be like the Cowboys on Monday. And listen to this. Michael Gilkin tweeting out that, quote, former Cowboys linebacker Jalen Smith joins the Giants practice squad one week before the Giants will host the Cowboys at MetLife Stadium. So I really think this is going to be interesting to see what the Giants try to do with Jalen, especially considering the timing of this signing, but we shall see come Monday night football, won't we? And so I told you there was not one, but two teams that are trying to be like the Cowboys. The second one, to nobody's surprise, the Washington Commanders. Michael also tweeting that the Cowboys had hoped to re-sign John Ridgway to the practice squad on Monday afternoon. That didn't happen because they lost him as the Washington Commanders were awarded Ridgway on waivers. Keep in mind, they weren't the only team to submit the claim on the rookie fifth round pick from Arkansas either, according to one of his sources. So there is that, and uh, you hate to see it. But it is what it is. It's just going to be very interesting to see how or if these two teams try to utilize these players when they play the Cowboys. All right, moving on to Trivia Tuesday. Let's see how well you know your Dallas Cowboys. Your Trivia Tuesday question for this week is, what Dallas Cowboys quarterback led the league with 11 interceptions as a rookie? If you think you know the answer, tweet me and let me know. I will announce the answer on tomorrow's episode of DCD and maybe even give you a little shout out to those of you who get it correctly and don't Google it. No cheating here. Now, to keep this hype train rolling for your Tuesday and to talk all things Dallas Cowboys, we have you covered here on the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network, starting with a new episode of the Writer's Block with yours truly and my amazing co-host, Brandon Lowry, as well as a BTB roundtable with various members from our BTB staff. Make sure to subscribe to the Blog and the Boys Podcast Network wherever you listen to your podcast so you never miss an episode. While you're at it, write us a sweet review letting us know how much you are enjoying all of these episodes and give us all five stars with that rating. Make sure to give us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Hit that like button on Facebook or subscribe to our YouTube channel to keep up with all things BTB during the week. And that is officially all I have for you today, my friends. But don't you worry, I'll be back tomorrow with even more Dallas Cowboys Daily. Make sure to have the best Tuesday. Continue to be your best self, aka the most obnoxious version of a Cowboys fan you can be, especially if you have any Eagles fans in your life. Go have yourself a great rest of your day. I already know you're going to kill it, but here's a reminder, go kill it if you needed it. You are all awesome and the best. Talk to you tomorrow, Cowboys Nation.